Jesus Christ, that's Jason Bourne. James Francis Bryant, Iowa. Sheldon Willis, lot of gaming commission. Francois Pinot, captain of the thing. Me, sir? I don't know who I am! I'm a botanist. I'm a Texas Ranger. I am a traveler in both time and space. Impersonating practically anybody. I do like their man. Welcome everybody to Soundwave Pod, the show that's all about the peaks and valleys of actors' career in Hollywood in general. I'm your host Hannah, with my friend Sean. Hello. Not Kevin Smith. Not Kevin Smith this week. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> Soon, he's coming back. Uh, is he? Like yeah. a month? Yeah, that sounds about right. I think, no, I think it's three oh, weeks. Oh, there was another thing I meant to talk to you about off mic, but I'll talk to you about that after the episode. Horrifying. <laughs> um... This is our first, it's episode nine of the sh- episode sign, nine, episode yeah. nine of Signways, and of course we're talking about the one and only Matthew Page Damon. MPD. In his first star, I think this is his first starring role in this movie. I think he's the sure. equivocal lead of maybe not. Oh yeah, definitely. He's the de- yeah. It's his first leading man role, I yeah, would yeah, say. Yeah. Um, in 1997, Francis Ford Coppola's *The Rainmaker*, a movie that Sean did not like. <laughs> Um, it's your first time listening to the show, um, because you're like, oh, I'm going to hop on when we actually get to a movie that exists. <laughs> I hope you like it. And please rate, review, subscribe, and do all that fun stuff. Mm. What we do before we actually get into the show is we do a little media discussion, just Hell because, yeah. A, we need to run, we need to warm up. Yeah. And also, we only see each other three times a week, so we need to do our little media <laughs> round. A catch up, yeah. A little catch up. We I only see we... each other every 72 hours. Yeah. It's fine. <laughs> I think we both have some interesting things to talk about in our media section this time around. Hey, Sean. Yeah? How's the X-Men doing? Yeah, again, we're we're set into Mondays now, so it's been a little bit... I only managed to pick this up today, though. Shut um, the fuck up. <laughs> uh, X-Men you. Red number 13 came out between this episode and last episode. It features this guy. Oh, why is, why is there a Cerberus looking motherfucker? It's uh, like Aeon. The, the balanced one. <laughs> He's like a, a wolfman centaur with two heads. And he instantly dies. <laughs> he doesn't die. He, he survives. Only one of the heads dies. <laughs> this is why, every week I say this, but this is why comics fucking... Wait, is this the original like inhabitants of that island? Y- yes, technically. You should do your X-Men home. No. You'll learn more about these guys. I have too much of Matt Damon media yeah. to consume. And uh, X-Men Red is fantastic. Uh, it's been consistently the best X-Men book for the past year or so that it's been it running. So the one you were talking about the last two weeks, the one that was like the pre-fall of X stuff, was that weekly or was the like monthly? The before the fall one-shots were really weirdly released because... Uh-huh. One of them wasn't actually a one-shot. It's oh. actually the ending of another series. Okay. That it ran the other series, Legion of X, ran for I think eleven issues. That's a year. And then yeah, and then um, the first before the fall issue. It was, it called, was like, actually, it, actually, like issue twelve of that one, but exactly. Like, yeah, but it was but number one of. Yeah, they yeah. just released it as number one of a different thing, which is weird because they did the exact same thing with that writer's previous series oh yeah uh it's a good way of getting people to read your next series i guess exactly yeah 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 yeah. but uh they were really spread out the first two were really spread out and then they got like closer together as we got closer to Uh, kevin smithening you might say 
What? Like there, there are big spaces between them. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Just like his, his cursed comics. We actually yeah. do have some uh, corrections to make. You probably made it in the edit. <laughs> I, I will be making it in the edit. Yeah. Sean, um, Sean's I little a, monologue. Was yeah, I had, I had assumed that Kevin Smith was really into weed the whole time. I went and I did a little bit more research on it afterwards. Turns out he only started doing weed in two thousand and eight. So what the fuck? <laughs> I guess he was just actually busy with making movies. Yeah, because we haven't checked his like movie stuff, but like he probably was. He did a lot of script writing, actually. He did, yeah. 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 Also, another correction: I falsely attributed my brother's name to be after <laughs> the funniest conversation with my mum. Is she, that not true? It's not. She claims it's not from, true. Was it from Goodwill Hunting? It's not from Goodwill Hunting. It's from Dead Poets Society. Dead Poets Society. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. I had the funniest conversation with my mom. Where she was like, when you're talking about Dead Poet Society, you need to mention the fact your brother's name is John Keating. And I was like, well, I was like, well, we're not going to talk about Dead Poet Society, but I've already mentioned it because yeah. like it came up and like, I know that's what you named John after. And she was like, no, it's not what we named John after. <laughs> and I'm like, are you sure about that? Yeah. And she was like, no, I am sure. And I was like, why do you think, why do you think we're going to talk about Dead Poet Society? <laughs> I think she just got confused because Robin Williams is also in Dead Poet Society. Yeah. Um, See, I always get mixed up between the two of them. I don't. Because <laughs> they're very different beasts. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> very good movies, as yeah, we will learn next week. Yeah. Um, so that's my... Are... What's else going on? X-Men Red Good? X-Men Red Good, yeah. Um, is that the last one before... Fall of X is this week. Oh, is it this week? Wednesday. Yeah. Next episode's going to be so long. <laughs> Fuck me. Uh... Yeah. Uh, in this episode of X-Men Red... Um, oh, sorry. Apocalypse's wife Genesis returns uh, to see what some of her old friends have been up to, and she's not very happy about any of it. Auntie Slay. She slays. <laughs> she, slays. she slays. She is a girl boss. <laughs> yeah, I'll, get a, I'll see if I can find. Uh, I'm sure she does a lot of murder. She really does. Yeah, that's that's about it for X Men. I'm gonna have a lot of X Men stuff to talk about next week. The Eisner Awards happened. Yes. Yeah. On on Friday. Comics. Uh, yeah, at San Diego Comic Con. Is that still happening this year? Oh, I must have guessed it did. Yeah, it did. Uh, a bunch of the movie studios didn't go to it this year. Yeah. So it was just about actual comics. Sean so I was, like... I was really happy and apparently a lot of the people... Um, I heard there was lots of cosplayers and stuff there this year. There was. They had a real life X-Men Hellfire Gala at it. It was really Calm cool. Down, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but apparently, according to a lot of the comic creators who went there, it was the best San Diego Comic-Con that there's been in years. It's almost like it not being just, like, full of movie people. Made yeah. it better. Yeah. Um, <laughs> something I saw this week that I thought was very good was Oppenheimer. And I'm not going to say anything more about it. Yeah, because uh, I'm going to be going to see Oppenheimer next week. And we're talking about it in a year's time. Yeah, exactly. So we're, we don't want to, like, do a full discussion yeah. and also it will, uh, this will come out this episode coming out it's coming out probably a month after Oppenheimer's come out probably yeah um Oppenheimer good yeah. I enjoyed it hell yeah Matt's great isn't it nice my dad did leave the theatre for like five minutes like Matt has like a big introductory scene mm. and it's like him and Killian it's like his only kind of he's in a lot of the movie but he has like one his like introductory scene is really long it's like five minutes my dad was out of the theatre the entire scene <laughs> I was giggling. I was like pissed off but also laughing that's really funny something else I I went to see what my parents not even see something 
my mother has become obsessed with and I've been dragged into it is the Tour de France. Oh, really? (laughs) (laughs) Um, The people who did Drive to Survive did a Tour de France show. Okay, cool. So we watched it and I love those little latex wearing European men just going cycling. Um, Well, when you put it like that. Yeah. Yeah, the Tour de France Unchained, I think it's called on Netflix. It's very fun. Um, So the actual Tour de France ended yesterday. Okay. And the, the guy I, I liked from the show show won this year. And I was like, hey, congratulations. Happy for, happy for you, Jonas. <laughs> yeah. He's simultaneously like 17 and 35. Like, he could be either of those ages and I would believe you. And I'm like, oh, what the fuck does this work? There's one, uh, I have such an emotional attachment to any time I like watch a sports person be sad. Okay. <laughs> um, but there's this one guy called Jasper the Disaster. Oh my God. Just because he's really klutzy. Does he just keep fucking up? So like he's like I keep forgetting my shoes and my helmet and they do this thing where they're like training camps and he like steps in dog shit. Oh my god! <laughs> so I was like, yeah. So I'm like in his team boss like oh, we need people need to lay off with the Jasper disaster stuff. But I'm like he's just such a little disaster. <laughs> then there's like the one bit in it where he thinks he's won a race, so he does this big celebration and actually the guy who won the race finished like thirty seconds ahead of him. Oh, but shit. he was second so he just got like no one told him so he does this big celebration that everyone's like oh no <laughs> and he's like that's so embarrassing <laughs> hell yeah uh, oh man very funny yeah it's like uh, it's a weird sport Tour de France looks awful like to do yeah it must be like horrific it's 200 kilometers um, a day for 21 days that's a nightmare yeah they do like I think but if they don't do 200 it's 2 kilometers there's no hills and if there's like hills that goes down but they're doing like 13 kilometers and 10 percent gradient so it's like it's like a ski slope or something or a big hill and they're just cycling up it at like 50 kilometers an hour and i'm like i can't even walk i can like i don't go that quickly when i'm on a bike going downhill um it's very fun i recommend it it's a it's a chill time nice what wasn't a chill time i imagine for you sean was finishing final fantasy 16 oh I'm going to talk about Final Fantasy 16 for a little bit, I think, because I uh, brought it up in an earlier episode. I edited that today. I realized I didn't actually talk about what the fuck Final Fantasy 16 is no, about. No, you said I want to talk about it when I finish it. Yeah. And I was like, cool. Yeah. Uh, very good. It's very good. Is it better um, than 14? I need to sit with it for a little bit longer before I decide. Is it your favorite video game ever? No. What's your favorite video game, actually? Uh, probably Shadow of the Colossus. Oh, really? Yeah, I love Shadow of the Colossus. There's a spider right there. Hell yeah. No, right Hell there. Yeah. Right there. Right there. I'm pointing at it. Yo, little guy. Dust, don't come close to me, please. Not to quote the police. That song's so fucking weird. Thank you. There he goes. Um, yeah, I, I finished Final Fantasy 16 on, was it Saturday night or Sunday night? I have no idea. Not last night. Not. It was Saturday night then. And it definitely wasn't Friday night. <laughs> um, Whatever do you mean? Uh, I was fine on Friday night. He was actually. He was better than last Friday night. He didn't puke. Yeah, I was better than other people were at that, uh, at that nice. gathering. Be nice. <laughs> hey, Connor has given you shit. We can give him shit. That's true. Ha! Connor fell asleep. <laughs> a single half of a THC chocolate and he passed the fuck out. <laughs> Oh no, this is a call-out post. <laughs> so funny, he got so much rib sauce on this shirt. <laughs> yeah, he <really> did. <laughs> oh, this is so mean. Oh, oh 
put on glory days in the background like sound off and he was transfixed by it but Final Fantasy 16 is definitely in my top five Final Fantasy games I don't know that's such a funny sentence to say out loud (laughs) I don't know exactly how that top five kind of sits at any given point it kind of yeah, but then changes your around a lot yeah I, I, I don't really have a defined ranking for it yeah kind of it alternates between which one I kind of played last you know but yeah oh some of the best boss fights in any video game ever really they're fantastic because you're just killing a big guy and the fights in it are so cool and then you turn into a big guy and it's a kaiju fight and it's so cool we're gonna sometime we have to figure out a way you can talk about kaiju on this show (laughs) i did not realize how much sean loves kaiju i love kaiju movies they're so good i think i've seen pacific rim and that's it i've never seen pacific rim (laughs) that's really funny (laughs) yeah (laughs) they're literally called kaiju yeah um yeah the the plot of final fantasy 16 Play as a guy called Clive, which is a fantastic fantasy protagonist name, I think. Clive. Clive. <laughs> <laughs> and you're the son of like a lord, and the whole thing is based you're around. Kendall Roy. No, you're not Kendall Roy. You're not Kendall Roy. You're competent. Uh, <laughs> you're competent, and you actually care about people. Well, you're not any character in Succession. Yeah. <laughs> um, maybe you. Stewie. No. Stewie's pretty confident. Yeah. Does he care about people? He cares about Kendall. He does care about Kendall. <laughs> he does care about I wonder if there's something there. Uh, the... For... Yeah, you three. <laughs> the... It's a kind of Game of Thrones-esque situation where a lot of it is kind of about politics between different kingdoms. Is it more kind of Western than, than like uh, Southeast Asian kind of Lord stuff? Okay. Yes, definitely. Like it's all like Lords and Knights and shit like that. Gotcha. Yeah. Chevaliers and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, except instead of horses, they ride on chocobos. <laughs> uh, and each kind of kingdom has got a fuck off big crystal that they get all of their magic from. And they've all got a guy. <laughs> I'm just imagining it's like a, cr- a crystal that's like the size of a castle. And they yes. just like... A dude. Yeah. A dude with like a sword and a shield just like T-posing. <laughs> They've all got a guy who can turn into a giant monster. Oh, to guard the crystal? Uh, yeah. Kind of. It's like it it's used weird. to It it's used a... to be to guard the crystal and now it's more of a, like a ceremonial thing. It's more to guard the kingdom itself. Gotcha, gotcha. Because like they're treated almost like nukes. Because the how, opening, uh, how often I yeah, it. the opening of the game is so fucking cool. There's a huge battle between um, two of the the kingdoms or whatever, yeah. and they're all like throwing magic and shit all over the place. And then one of the big, one of the fucking giant monsters, the icons they call them, uh, or summons in other Final Fantasy games, or primals in other Final Fantasy oh, games, so or espers I... in other Final Fantasy games. <laughs> so is this basically like how you get your summons is it's different people yeah, different exactly. kingdoms big dudes okay yeah, yeah, yeah. so so, uh, so so one of the dragons appears and everyone goes oh shit exactly yeah oh fuck the, the first fight is uh shiva who's the like ice one shows up and she's like shooting all like big like ice bolts at the battlefield and just fucking the other side up and then the biggest of the boys titan who's just a really really big man 
<laughs> comes up and fucking punches her. Uh, and it fucking rocks. And then kill God in the end. Um, That's pretty standard for fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, amazing cast of characters. 10 out of 10 voice acting. Uh, Sid is my husband. Uh, Tarya is my wife. Uh, Ally. Clive is pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like all Final Fantasy characters, our main protagonists, are either like iconic or kind of fine. I, I really like Clive, actually. Okay. Yeah, because he's. Uh, Who's your favorite Final Fantasy character? Uh, my favorite Final Fantasy character is Balthier from Final Fantasy XII. He is a sky pirate. <laughs> <laughs> Do you like Mortal Engines? I have never seen nor read Mortal Engines. You know their Sky Pirates is like a whole thing. Oh, really? Them. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I know the Edge Chronicles have them as well. I loved yeah. the Edge Chronicles when I was a kid. Yeah. Uh, I yeah. love Mortal Engines. Oh. Hell yeah. Yeah. Final Fantasy sixteen, Fantastic game. Very good. There's a part where when you're actually fighting Titan to like yeah. steal his power or whatever, um, he eats a crystal and then he turns even bigger. So why are the crystal evil are evil in this one? Because everyone's it's, like, fuck them crystals. It's a climate change story. Uh, oh. The the crystals are like draining the life out of the land. So what your what Clive's kind of goal is is also because there are some people who are born with like an innate ability to use magic rather mm. than um, use the crystals. Use the crystals for them. And they're like, a, they're like a slave cast. Oh, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Clive winds up, his kingdom falls and he becomes enslaved. Arr. Yeah. Uh, and so his goal is to destroy all of the crystals and rid the world of magic forever. How does that work if people naturally have magic? Uh, once the crystals are destroyed, they stop being born. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh, I guess. You know, like the people are still born, but they just don't have the magic oh, okay, anymore. Okay. Yeah. I'm like, please don't do a eugenics class. No, it's not. It's not a eugenics. <laughs> Other people are doing eugenics, but they're the bad guys. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we hate eugenics. Yeah, we do. Speaking of eugenics, I watched Twins. <laughs> <laughs> don't do Danny like that. <laughs> This is a plot point in the movie. I've never seen Twins. You were meant to watch Junior instead of Twins. I said I, would want, I wanted to watch Twins instead. <laughs> Arnold Schwarzenegger and Danny DeVito being brothers is funny. I love Danny DeVito. I do too. I really like Danny DeVito. I actually don't mind Arnie. I like Arnie quite a lot. Yeah. Yeah, he seems like a cool guy. Don't I, I'm a little bombastic side-eye that he was a Republican governor, but... Yeah, true. He yeah. seems... I think he's chilled out now. Yeah, he seems to be pretty on top of things now. He has his donkeys he feeds on his Instagram. Oh, does he? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. Uh, Twins is a fun movie. Uh, I'm not going to get too into Twins. No. Wait, wait, would you are Danny DeVito miniseries? Yeah. <laughs> how, many, how many movies? <laughs> too many. More than Matt Damon, I would wager. But he does so much TV. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because like it's always sunny is so much of his. And like his first big show was Taxi. Mm. Danny Davido. We did too many D ends and Danny. <laughs> da, da, da. Oh, sorry. What? Hundred and thirty. <laughs> <laughs> Not a fucking chance. Sorry, but... <laughs> sorry, buddy. <laughs> I didn't know he was in one who flew over the cuckoo's nest. Yeah. An iconic poster for twins, truly. Yeah, it's so good, isn't it? Their mother can do them part good. Uh, yeah. Uh, 
Actually, now that I'm looking at Danny DeVito's, because like it's always weird when you do it on um, Letterbox because it does all their credits. Mm. So even if they do like documentaries or like okay, cool. So like they're supposed to be Matt Damon has 120 credits, but he doesn't. He's like 70. That were 79, 78. That were yeah. Um, is there any other media you want to talk about before I do my song of the week when um, we get into this movie? Uh, I'm nearly finished the Good Doctor season three. What season three? <laughs> I've got one episode left in season Sean! three. Sean, <laughs> it's been a week. Uh, he has spent the last about four episodes learning how to fuck. Um, <laughs> I don't want to punch the table because I don't want to shake the mic. <laughs> the worst scene in television happened where he went to a karaoke bar and he sang Super Bass. Oh yes, I did, yes, I did, please, someone who the heck I is, I am Nicki Minaj, I'm Mad Dusa, Fat Kutsa, and Chaka Dusa! Dr. Han has come and gone since I've, since their last recording. I'm so mad at you. Why are you watching this show? It's good brain off TV. I like I put it on when I'm doing other shit. Oh, fair. Yeah, I'm not like actively watching. I thought you, I thought you spent time. like twelve hours in the last seven, like the <laughs> last seven days of our life, staring not... there watching the good doctor. And that's why I was cross. <laughs> it's your folding laundry show. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. There's so much other TV you could be watching. Yeah, but I don't want to actually have to pay attention to it. There's podcasts to listen to. Like our one. Yeah. <laughs> I've, I listened to this so much already. <laughs> um, I don't think I have anything else. I Yeah, your songs of the week. My, i got to say, working as much as I do and having as much of a social life as I do, mm-hmm. terrible for your media consumption. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what have I done in the last... I So yeah, my song of the week, I got very into Fatboy Slim this week. Oh, hell yeah. Um, Fatboy Slim. Was there a Fatboy Slim song playing on Friday? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, so my Fatboy Slim picks of the week are uh, Right Here, Right Now and Praise You. Yeah, Praise You is a banger. Put Praise You in here. <laughs> I was thinking this. I, I'm conscious of um, how much we do the media section for. Oh, yeah? And I feel, I don't want it to be like super short, but also mm-hmm. like, I don't yeah. want it to be super long. Um, I don't think there's anything else really to talk about. Oppenheimer, then. Go see Oppenheimer. I'm going to probably see Barbie this week. Hopefully. Oh, yeah. I'm Barbenheimering next week. Ooh. Yeah. Are you going Barbie, then Oppenheimer, or Oppenheimer, then Barbie? Oppenheimer, then Barbie. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> don't think that's the play, buddy. No. no it's I... already booked. I know. <laughs> See, we can go and have drinks after Oppenheimer. You're going to need to drink after yeah. Oppenheimer. <laughs> I, my heart was... There's like... It's the most I've ever... You know when you're seeing... You watch a really intense action scene, and you mm. like feel like you're holding your breath? Yeah. That was happening when it was like dialogue. You... I was like gripping the side of this chair, like... Uh. You need to watch Skin and Marink. 
<laughs> I do, but I'm scared to watch Skinamarink. I also don't know how to watch Skinamarink. Come over here someday. And nope. Uh-huh. <laughs> I shall not. What I came over to watch today, even though I'd already watched it, was, of course, the 1997 movie The Rainmaker. Starring, the Rainmaker. Uh, actually, John Grishamson Rainmaker, because there's another Rainmaker that I didn't uh-huh. know existed. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Sure. Um, the cast of this movie is fucking stacked. Yeah, it's a really good cast. Uh, we've got Matthew Damon doing... Let's talk about Matt's accent very quickly. I thought it was quite good. I thought it was good. There's a few yeah. moments where he yells where I feel like it's a bit shaky. I was surprised at how good it was. See? Yeah. Matt Damon's a good actor. <laughs> sure. I know you don't believe me, but he is. Um, we've got Danny DeVito as Deck Shiflet. Fantastic name. Fantastic little guy. I love Danny DeVito. Oh, I need more Danny DeVito Matt Damon movies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They, have, they play off each other so well. They really do. Um, Claire Danes in a character that is fucking ter- terribly written. Kelly Riker. Yeah. What else is Claire Danes in, Hannah? <laughs> She's in Romeo X Juliet. She's uh-huh. Juliet. Yeah. She is in um, Stardust. Oh, is she? She's the angel. Oh, is she? She's, in, yeah. she's in Little Women. She's in my one of my mom and I's favourite TV shows I watched when I was 15 called My So-Called Life with Jared Leto. It's very, very good. Nice. And um, and um, she she might she might be... Uh, yeah, there's a lot... Uh, I see the Princess Mononoke is on here. Yeah, she's, she's Mononoke. Yeah. Um, uh, and there's a lot just, like uh, Law and Order in the episode. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, she's married to Will Graham from The Hannibal Show. Oh, really? Yeah. Cool. She's very good actually in her new show, um, Fleischman's in Trouble. Um, but she, she 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 is in uh, Homeland. She is Carrie in Homeland. In ninety six episodes of <laughs> Homeland. Homeland, she dated she dated Billy Crudick for a few years. I like Claire Danes. Billy Crudick. I don't know who that is. You wouldn't recognize him to see him. He's like sure. the smarmiest man in the world. I love Billy Crudick. Um, they're my movie parents. Um, Billy Crudick. Billy Crudick. He looks evil. Is the best way to describe him. He like he's like John Voight. He just, he just. Oh, John Voight looks so evil. <laughs> just, did you know John Voight's Angelina Jolie's dad? What? That's what my mom told me last night. I'm gonna. Holy Google. shit! What? I don't believe that's true. I can't. <laughs> John Voight. Crudup was in Watchmen. Yeah, he was. Um, which Watchmen oh. was he? Uh, which watch did he man? He was Doctor Manhattan in Watchmen. Yeah. Holy shit! I love Billy Credit. Did my mother lie to me? Children. No. John Voight's daughter is Angelina Jolie. Whoa. Who else is in this movie of note? <laughs> um, uh, Mickey Rourke. <laughs> Mickey Rourke playing it's, yeah, fucking um, uh, Bruiser Stone. <laughs> I loved Bruiser. I thought Bruiser was great. Um, Mary Kay Place playing Doc Black. Probably one mm. of my... I love Doc. I thought yeah, she was she very was good. good. Uh, Dean Stockwell playing Judge Harvey Hale in like a two scene performance that I yeah. was like I hate this man and then he dies yeah. and then he's replaced by the one and only Danny Glover hell yeah uh, he was really good uncredited in this movie no he wasn't yeah it's listed on his Wikipedia as uncredited it's on his um letterbox that's weird yeah we'll check we can check the um I can yeah I can we'll get that up we'll check it afterwards yeah. um and then there's no one kind of else of note here that I can recognize. There's no. Do you want a minor minor Oppenheimer spoiler? Which we will not be that much of a spoiler because it's all over Twitter. 
Casey Affleck does appear and I got jump scared at nice. it. I got jump scared and I was like yeah. <laughs> I flinched in my seat and nice. so there's a woman beside me yeah yeah. Uh, uh, on Twitter seeing anything about Oppenheimer is just like wait that actor's in it <laughs> fucking Randy Malik turns up and that, Christopher yeah. Nolan did that just for me uh, um, Josh from Drake and Josh is apparently in it what he's in fuck? like he's in like the most intense scene of the movie damn um uh, the boy, the guy from the boys, is in it. Jack Quaid. Yes, I heard about that. He's good. Yeah. It doesn't really do much. But yeah, the plot of the Rainmaker is so the Rainmaker is a long. It's a courtroom thriller, but it's also its own sub drama of of movies, which I like to call the Grisham verse. <laughs> the Grisham verse. Because just so John... isn't the Grisha verse a like book talk thing? Yeah, or something? that's a book talk thing. Yeah. John Grisham is a writer. And yeah, he, he does is... a lot of like crime novels, right? He is a, a lawyer and former member of the Memphis House of Representatives. Oh, cool. He has had 30 second, 37 consecutive number one fiction books sales. Holy shit. He, uh, he is one of the best uh, selling authors of all time. Yeah, I know my man reads a lot of his books. And a lot of his movies, or a lot, I just gave away the game. A lot of his um, <laughs> books have been turned into movies. Sure. So I'm going to read out the ones. So he's had eight things turned into movies okay so the firm with uh tom cruise that's a john grisham this is a john grisham the chamber the client a painted house the pelican brief the rainmaker the runaway jury and skipping christmas the only one of those i've heard of apart from this is pelican brief the firm is fine oh yeah some people think it's his best one. I just don't like Tom Cruise. Fair, yeah. Uh, I just don't think I hate in movies where they make the main protagonist have an affair just for the sake of have, making him having an affair. Mm, you mentioned that in uh, Courage Under Fire, actually, that you were happy that that didn't happen with Denzel. Yeah. yeah. It's just, I don't get it. You, yeah. just, you, you can have a, a difficult time in your marriage that isn't you cheating on your partner. Mm-hmm. Very easy not to cheat. Yeah, it's not too difficult. Whack. Um... <laughs> But one thing I will say about John Christian, I don't think John Christian writes women very well. And that's my problem I have with <laughs> one of the major plot points in this movie. Because again, this yeah. one of those movies has like four different things kind of going on because yeah, it's based on a book. Yeah, at the same time. It's very long as well. It's, it's a lot long. longer than I thought it was. Yeah. Sean didn't do his homework. <laughs> I did do my homework. I just did it a little bit later than I should have. <laughs> what do you think about Claire Danes and Matt Damon in this movie? Let's get it out of the way. I don't like that. It's just... I don't like what happens there. It's weird, yeah, right? Yeah, it is. So, Claire Danes plays a woman whose it's... husband is abusive. Mm-hmm. And, uh... She's Damon... not bad in it, I don't think. Yeah, she's fine. She just yeah. doesn't have much to do. Yeah. But Matt Damon meets her because he's gone to the hospital to meet with one of his clients. Yeah. And he, like, sees her and he's like, oh. He doesn't even go to the hospital to meet one of his clients. He goes there to ambulance chase. Oh shit! Was that what that was? Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, because this is a bit where yeah they're we'll talking to. We'll get to Danny. To... We'll get. We'll to get to Danny. Danny's great. Yeah. Um. <laughs> and he just kind of sees her there, and he's like, "Ooh, a pretty woman." And goes a, over and starts talking to her. A pretty woman. He also sees. You find out so, the movie. This movie starts. We're Matt Damon doing a lot of narration in a yeah. southern accent. <laughs> yeah. Talking about the law and talking about his abusive past. Mm. It's basically his father was his in, father, yeah, was abusive, and that's kind of the framing for why he recognizes that Claire Danes' husband is abusive, so he is protective over her, and this morphs into a relationship, mm. which has an insane conclusion. Yeah, it does. Yeah, yeah. Uh, 
I don't really want to get into the relationship too much, so do we want to just get into what the conclusion is now? He uh, helps her murder her husband. Yeah, he, he, <laughs> he's over at her house and the husband comes in and like fucking breaks through the door. Uh, and the husband's like, what the fuck is going on here? I'm going to kill you. And the husband is like, I was amazed by this scene. The husband has like Hulk strength. He's like he ripping out things. <laughs> He, like, rips uh, a cabinet off the wall to hit him with. <laughs> it's such a weird... It's really one of those movies that, like, when she appears and, like, the love interest stuff starts happening, you kind of groan. Yeah, and then I this really scene, did, yeah. And then this scene happens and you're like, holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> and so, like, Matt Damon eventually it's... gets the upper hand and, like, beats the shit out of him with a baseball bat. He does, like, one or two, like, good licks to him with yeah. his aluminum baseball bat. Yeah, and Claire Danes is like, Leave. Leave, you gotta get out of here. And Claire Danes fucking kills him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fucking, it's such a weird... Like, you could lift out a whole thing out of the movie, and it would not change the movie. I'd, well, it changes the ending, because... Yeah, a little he, bit. He goes off with her, but, yeah. like... It doesn't change the, um, like, the st- main story, yeah, I the guess. the actual shit that happens in the movie. <laughs> um, so now that we've got that out of the way. Yeah. But this movie is about, is Matt Damon being fucking broke after finishing college and needing to get a job. <laughs> and being a kind of shit lawyer. I think he's an okay lawyer. It was, uh, there was a scene where he just keeps fucking up in the courtroom. I think it's when... It's when he's doing it, um... It's when the handler is being um, cross-examined, I think. Yes, it is. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And he just keeps keeps fucking it up and like basic shit as well, like not asking to approach the bar and. Uh... But he's like, it's first time being in a court, sure. and it's a big, and he's dealing with the the like galactic level threat that is John Boyd. <laughs> John Boyd is so good in this movie. He's so evil. Yeah. <laughs> but you're like, he's so unbelievably unbel- like, evil. Mm. Um. That, that scene, I'm skipping ahead a lot, but it's one of those movies where there's like a lot of great scenes in it, mm. even if the movie itself isn't amazing. Um, the scene where he gets walked in and he's like, oh no, I'll swear him in. Yeah. And then just as the movie's going on, you just see John Boyd being like, what the fuck did I let this child do this case? Yeah. Um, I like the bit at the end where he calls him up to let him know about the bankruptcy as well. I had some false memory of this movie. It must be a different movie I was thinking of. Where he offered him a job. Oh, wild. And I was like, oh. Yeah. Um, Speaking of jobs, what job is it that Matt Damon gets straight out of... Uh... So he's he's a lawyer and yeah. he's just been... He's a study for the bar. And he gets a job from a <laughs> skeeviest looking man called Prince. Who go who drinks in the local college dive bar and then Matt Damon waits tables have to pay for law school. And then he meets Buster Stone. <laughs> Bruiser. Bruiser? Right? I don't know. Yeah. I think it's Bruiser. This is Mickey Rourke, right? Yeah, yeah, Bruiser. <laughs> Who... Why does he have so many sharks? He needs them. <laughs> Bruiser is so... The fact that his like little firm it's... or whatever is right beside a strip club that he also is owns. so funny. Yeah. <laughs> is Bruiser going to appear in some game you run in the far future? Of course. <laughs> <laughs> but Bruiser is just like... Being investigated by the FBI. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he's like, he hires Matt Damon and he's working with Danny DeVito there. He's his like legal clerk. Yeah. Danny, De- I, Danny DeVito comes in is like, 
the second lead of the movie. He comes yes. in probably ten minutes into it, and you're like, "Hello, I'm going to be your best friend in the movie." Yeah, <laughs> and um, he's very good. He's so fucking scummy, but it's so he charming. Is, it's so it's fun. so good. Yeah. Uh, the first kind of big thing. They go ambulance chasing and shit for a while. He has two cases already before he starts. Yes, he does. Which is one of them is organizing the will for this like crazy old lady who I love. Yeah, she's And the great. second one is helping a family with an insurance claim. Because mm. their son is dying of leukemia, leukemia. Yeah. and the insurance company refused to pay out. Yeah. Uh, the old woman was great. Uh, what was her name again? Birdie. Birdie, yeah. Uh, she's decided that she's going to leave everything in her will like a televangelist. <laughs> His jet's very old. Yeah. <laughs> Matt Damon's like, look, I can't, like... I can't say no. can't say no, but I feel uncomfortable about doing this. Cut, cut, cut. <laughs> <laughs> There's, like, this scene, she's basically cut, like, writing her kids out of the will. Yeah. And she goes... There's them before they, when they were still sweet. Cut, cut, cut. And it's a picture of two babies. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then we meet the kids later on and they're dickheads. Yeah, and, you're like, yeah. good for you. Yeah, um, and then she writes Matt Damon into the will instead. Yeah. Um, Matt's got a great six pack. I'm sorry, I seem to get out of the way. I seem to get out of the way, Sean. I am still unimpressed by Matt. That's, no, I'm saying the six pack is impressive. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's boof. Yeah, I'll give him that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just because he doesn't have a fucking shitty ass mullet like he's ben no affleck. ben affleck is all i'm saying <laughs> you no, you don't like ben affleck you want to be ben affleck <laughs> what's the difference i don't want to be matt damon <laughs> <laughs> oh. um uh, and yeah he has a couple of cases already and uh fucking bruiser is like you, you gotta you gotta make your pay you know you gotta yeah. earn it um, you get a third of all your fees yeah, uh, and oh, what case is it that he gets a payout from the five thousand five hundred dollars that he gives to Matt and Danny? Some other case you don't know about. Yeah, and he meets up with Matt and Danny in. Is it in the strip club? No, it's in like some diner. Does something else? Did anything else happen before he gives him I the money? I don't remember anything. He, really you happened. meet Birdie. You meet you base, Birdie. You meet Claire Danes. You meet Dot Black and Donnie Ray. Yes, the scene where they signed the contract, I thought, was so sad. Yeah, it was. You basically yeah. you you go to this family, and they're a very low income family, and we find out it's like this woman who is just a chain smoking, like wants to do right by her son, like good soldier person. Her husband, who's like a Korean War vet, and is like. Not doing so hot after the Korean War. Mm. He's like has a plate in his head and all he does is sit in like an abandoned car all day drinking. And then their son who has leukemia. And he just kind of gets introduced and he's like the same age as Matt Damon. Mm. Um, and there's a scene where they're signing the contract and it's just like a normal family signing the contract. And then his nose just explodes in blood. Yeah. And you're like, oh... And kind of most of the film is about Matt Damon and Doss. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're suing the insurance company to try and get like a payout from them. Yeah. Uh, it's not even get the payout from them. It's like, don't undermine, like you're falsely denying our claim. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then, so they go for, <laughs> they go for dinner. It's With a Bruiser. weird movie because like, it's one of those movies that it's really long. And a lot of stuff does a lot happen. A longer than I expected it to yeah. be. Yeah. 
<laughs> but also, like, I don't think you could cut, like, 30 minutes out of it, you I know? I think you could cut the romance out of it. Unless you lift entire things out of the movie. Yeah, yeah. So, like, you, you know, if you keep... There's not, like, a load of scenes you can cut because they're filler scenes. Like, it, it does move at a pretty fast pace. Yeah. The soundtrack... Did you like the soundtrack? I, I really liked the soundtrack. soundtrack yeah, the soundtrack was banging, probably, I yeah, thought. The opening with the kind of, like, like bluesy... Ah, yeah, it was yeah. really good. yeah. Bruiser Freeze and I for dinner and Danny DeVito is just like this is incredibly fucking sus yeah we're starting our own law yeah, Bruiser, Bruiser gives them like $5,500 each yeah and he's like it's out of the goodness of his heart and Danny DeVito's immediately like something is about to happen we need to get out of here <laughs> and uh, then the FBI go after <laughs> Bruiser Bruiser's yeah. out of the movie or is he da, da, da. Uh, um, Bruiser comes in clutch in the end um, I want to be Bruiser no, you don't. <laughs> I want to be Bruiser at the end of this movie. What, just on a beach? Just on a beach, like sipping cocktails. You could do that right now. I don't have enough money. You could do it for one day. <laughs> yeah, and then you, be like destitute. You could do it on like Sandy Kofi. You can walk like five miles that way and you'll find a beach. Yeah, I'll shake up a cocktail for myself. Puke again? Uh- <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the next time I get very ill with my dad, I'm never going to be let lift it down. I still haven't let go of the clothes. That was two years ago. Yeah. I remember. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I would never guess. I actually do remember it happening. Yeah. <laughs> um, Sorry, we got lost in the sauce. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, we... And Danny and Matt start their own, their own law, law firm. Yeah. And it's just like, it's one of those kind of courtroom dramas where mm. you're watching the court. One thing I do like about it in terms of court drama, it shows them actually working on the case outside of court. Like you're yeah, not just... Yeah, they sit down and like do research and shit. Yeah. Danny does a lot of research. Yeah. Yeah. Where it's not just... Danny like... does some crimes. Sean's so delighted. <laughs> Danny's such a... Do you want to talk... Let's talk about Danny. I love Danny DeVito. Oh, I love Danny <laughs> I said he was in My Cousin Vinny in one of our episodes and I, it's not Danny DeVito and that's Joe Pesci but they've got very similar energy I Short feel. Kings. Yeah. Um, you know Danny DeVito and Michael Douglas were roommates in college? Oh really? Yeah. That's cool. They're like best friends. Yeah. Um, I actually don't know Danny DeVito that well. I know him from Matilda. Oh he's so good Matilda. And Space Jam. He's in, oh yeah he is in Space Jam. And LA Confidential. He's in a lot of movies. He's in Mars Attacks. I'll stop now. Um, <laughs> no, keep going. Oh, twins. No, in. Twins. Virgin Suicide, which I really want to see. One Who Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Men in Black, the first one, which I've never seen. I've seen the second one about a hundred times. First one's good. I've heard that. Wait, Danny DeVito's in that? Mm-hmm. What the fuck? I don't know. I haven't seen it. Danny DeVito, Men in Black. Have I just blown your world? Yeah. He's probably Does def- he do a voice? Probably. Um, but yeah, Danny is just great. Obviously, we know him so well. Oh, he just has a cameo appearance in it. We know him so well from like Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Are you a big Always Sunny I fan? I love It's Always Sunny. I've only seen like three episodes. I really like It's Always Sunny. Yeah. Who's your, what's your favourite Always Sunny episode? Uh, Charlie Work. What's Charlie Work? It is a, uh, it's a one shot uh, oh, wow. episode where it follows Charlie Day mm-hmm. as he's preparing the bar for a health inspection. Oh, okay. Uh, and it's like him like desperately trying to like get everything in order while the rest of the characters are having like their plot happening kind of off in the background 
and he has to deal with all of their nonsense while he's trying to make sure the bar stays open. It's really good. Yeah. The, the, the pilot of that episode, that show. Oh, the gang gets racist. <laughs> no, it's the gang. Get, is it the gang get racist when? I think that's the first episode. Yeah. It's when they open the gay bar. Yeah, yeah, I think that's the one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's a good show. Yeah. Yeah, Danny hasn't turned up one as much as I. I think he turns in season two. Is it? Yeah, yeah, he isn't in the first season at all. I think. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, no. Danny and Matt start a law firm, mm-hmm. and then they just do this case, yeah, and they... you, you, <laughs> they basically how the law firm kind of starts is they are Matt passes the bar, he's waiting for his lawyer license. It's actually the night before he goes to talk to Bruce. Like the night before the case is when Bruiser brings him out to dinner. Yeah. So he has to go to court, and he meets this um judge. Who just doesn't like the cut of his jib. Yeah, this dickhead judge. Who's uh, like coughing and spluttering this entire way. Yeah. <laughs> and there's like an army of lawyers here. There's yeah. like five lawyers. That's when you meet John Boyd. And John Boyd is a southern man of lettuce. <laughs> 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 just is like, oh, let me like, like take this young lawyer lad in, like in. Yeah. And then they go into the judge's office. And these two motherfuckers are like, just take the money. Just take yeah. the money. Just take the money. It's like 150k or something like it's that. It's even less. It's 75 at this stage. Oh, is it? It's okay. really low. Yeah. And they're like, fuck this shit. Um, so they think the case is going to get dismissed. And then the judge dies. dies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they want What they want to do is they want to fast track the case so that they can get a... It's not that they want to fast track it. They want to dismiss it so they don't even try it. No, because the reason the the judge doesn't want them to fast track it, right? Is that the, the judge wants to dismiss it? Matt sure. Damon wants to fast track it instead because yeah. da- Danny Ray is very sick. Yeah, so they can get an actual testimony from the dying guy. Um, you do see all these scenes of Matt Damon and Donnie Ray like hanging out as buddies. Yeah, Donnie Ray is very. I think he's very funny because anytime exactly. he does anything like bold, he's like, "I'm dying." Yeah. Let me do. <laughs> yeah, he asks for a whiskey. A whiskey in the bar. Yeah, he's like, "Come like, on, what, what are they gonna do? Kill me?" <laughs> But yeah, and then the judge dies and Matt Damon gets a phone call from like uh, Danny DeVito being like, good news! Anytime yeah. something bad happens in the world, uh, Danny have, DeVito's like, excellent. I have the line that he says here. Yeah, guess who died last night? <laughs> Dan- there's one line Danny says, which I was like, oh, yeah. when we- oh we'll get there when we get okay. there. <laughs> but um, yeah. The the judge that replaces him was a, a civil rights lawyer. lawyer. Yeah. Uh, who is... By tough on insurance companies famously played by Danny Glover <laughs> Danny Glover's great in this as well I like Danny Glover a lot everyone's good in this no yeah. one's bad it's weird that it doesn't all come together I don't know why it doesn't it's the script yeah fully and it's like because it's well shot like it looks really well it's confidently mm. made it's just like I honestly think it's the love interest stuff yeah I think if you yanked that out of it it would be a lot better just because every about 15 minutes you cut away from this like interesting case and also like it's because the case isn't that twisty yeah there's nothing really it's just a pr- you can imagine it being a pretty typical case yeah for like a because like John Grisham was a lawyer mm. so he probably has tried cases that are similar to this sure um I just want to talk about the name of the insurance company is very funny oh my god what was it again great, like benefit. great benefit yeah and there's did you see their symbol no oh my god their symbol is like a pyramid but the top of the pyramid's been lifted off and there's an eye and there's light sh- like laser oh shooting under the eye and I'm like that is the most fucking evil looking yeah. insurance thing ever hell yeah um but yeah so Donnie Donnie Gover is like I like you son 
I'm going to let you do this case. Yeah. And he kind of takes Matt Damon under his wing because he's like, it's his first trial. I'm mm. going to be nice to the boy. Yeah. And Matt Damon does fuck up a lot in his first little bit and in the court. I feel like you would, though, if you were a... It's a big case to try as your first case, I feel. Sure. Yeah. And he's doing it with no other lawyers present. Yeah, he's got Danny DeVito there. He's That's not all a lawyer. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, Danny DeVito does not have a license to practice law He's failed all. the bar six times. <laughs> yeah. Something I love about this, it's just this time period and like for movies like this, I love how much paper is everywhere. Yeah. Like there's a bit at the end where they're showing up this like Excel, it would now just be an Excel spreadsheet, but it's in this big fuck off binder Mm. of like thousands of pages. Oh, this is the policies thing, right? Yeah, Yeah. with the big, where they're showing this thing. Yeah, Yeah, and I'm like, give me it. Yeah. Um, (laughs) um, But yeah, so they start doing the case and there's a great scene where they're getting Donnie Ray's exposition Mm. or like his deposition and it's just so sad yeah it is they record it right they record it because he's dying um they don't fit in the house all the lawyers are like outside Mm. in like in a mock courtroom Danny does go off and just like starts ambulance chasing the kids (laughs) of the neighborhood yeah um one thing i thought was very like good characterization is dot keeps smoking yeah and then anytime there's like a judge, the judges around, Matt's like, nope. <laughs> <laughs> Dot's great. I really like yeah, that. Yeah. She's very good. She's a really good actress. Mm. Um, you really believe. I actually really like the dad. I thought the dad was The dad really, was good, yeah. Yeah. The um, bit at the end where he's holding the photo. <sighs> yeah. So after Donnie Ray gets his, ex- his deposition, what happens next, Sean? Is this the part where... Danny DeVito does a crime. I think it's when Donnie Ray dies. Oh, is that when Donnie Ray dies? He dies yeah. really quick. He dies off camera. You just yeah. go to his funeral. Um, yeah. Uh, it's quite sad. It really is, yeah. This is a bummer movie a little bit. Um, the line that, of Danny's that made me go, oh, is when he goes, now it's a wrongful death suit. Gazillions. Yeah. <laughs> like, Daniel. <laughs> he was right. He was right. He was right. Um... What crimes does Danny do in this movie? Danny uh, steals some stuff. That happens at the end, I would say. No, because he goes to the um, he goes to the hospital, right? But that's after he. It depends. You just you just watched it. I thought yeah. they um, with the wiretapping happens first. Yes, the wiretapping does happen first. Sorry. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> some great bit work. Yeah. <laughs> bit work from Danny Look, and Matt here. Give Give Danny some bits to do, and you know he's gonna do. I it think well. Matt's a good straight man in the bits. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. He, the bit when he's like he's telling letting them on that he knows, and he's just like, Ooh. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, Matt comes back to the like office one day, and Danny like. <laughs> it's a piece of paper. He has a piece and a of man. paper. And he's, yeah, there's a guy in there. Daddy holds up a piece of paper that says, We're looking for bugs. And <laughs> Matt just goes, Bugs? <laughs> and then they go to a diner, and Danny's like, It's pancake time, motherfuckers. Yeah. And the guy's like, These are from Czechoslovakia. Yeah. <laughs> and so they, like, I just, I'm bleeding. Um, oh, shit. Okay. It's fine, it happens all the time. Never mind. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, but then they like go. It's when they start the like the trial in earnest, and they basically realize that the other lawyers are wiretapping them. Mm. <laughs> so they pretend that they have um, oh, yeah, I forgot about that, done actually, jury yeah. rigging. Yeah. So they do a fake phone call, like they're calling one of the jurors they don't like. So John Boyd is like, "I say, I say, 
you sir are an evil an <laughs> evil juror and the juror's like I haven't talked to Mac Damon at all I remember talking to Mac Damon and he's like I thought you were an honourable man so this juror just fucking goes for John yeah and Sean was like maybe this movie isn't two stars after yeah all. I was like maybe it's two and a half <laughs> um yeah and then it just kind of turns into a normal courtroom drama yeah um they do the court summary <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh they get some witnesses in they cross examine some guys Dot does okay yeah she does fine she's not happy oh no yeah. um but they get a former employee this is when this Danny is when does Danny does the crime yeah is it the hospital that he steals it from or was he, it the insurance he, office I he goes to exactly the insurance office yeah. and he goes through their bins and he so actually yeah. one thing we did miss out on is Mac drives up to intercuts around the movie it's basically the love interest stuff which is mm. she gets released from hospital and Mac's like you need to get a divorce and then there's another yeah. there's another night where she gets beat up again and he's basically like you don't have a choice and he kind of brings her back to their his place he's living in with the old lady bird mm-hmm. and then the next day he gets a bus up to the insurance company and this is kind of when him and john Voigt start fighting because he's, they have a disposition and he's called four witnesses and they've fired two of the witnesses the day before oh shit really yeah you just I, watched the movie yeah i did it's leaving my brain pretty rapidly <laughs> <laughs> and he's like i'm gonna talk to these 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 two insurance like you know the person who handled their claim and then her manager and both of them have been fired and it's like the head of the division mm. and the kind of the, the, a letter you see all the time is like the eight letters she dot gets from the insurance company yes de- de- denying the, the insurance payout yeah it's like we've written to you seven other occasions you must be stupid 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 yeah and you're like maybe insurance companies are evil maybe they are <gasps> maybe they're designed around not paying insurance I'm not pray never yeah um, <laughs> the bit at the end where was it John Voigt or was it the CEO John just talking about how if they made every like payment insurance premiums would be like through the roof and we'll have a socialised healthcare system yeah. where it's government backed and I was like yeah yeah okay yeah, yeah. go on go- continue um <laughs> But yeah, and then Mac just gets a little bit like, well, fuck you, I'm going to do my case how I want it. Mm-hmm. And then, then they kind of start the trial and Danny does the crimes because Danny goes basically look, looks for the rubbish to figure out where the fuck this lady is. Yeah. And then what does he do when he gets to the hospital? Uh, he like steals. He does a little desk Yeah, he like, he like clambers up over a desk and like <laughs> reaches inside and steals. What was it he stole again? Um, I think it's just checking her info. Sure. I don't think he steals anything there, but he like gets this woman who was the insurance. Co- the thing I love, it's like, well, I'm clearly I'm not your brother. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because he's pretending to be somebody's brother to yeah. like get into the hospital to be allowed in this bar, and the person comes along and he's like, I mean, come on, you got me. And then they like bring the handler who does all the insurance stuff to um to like a Motel Six or something, and they like briefer and then she goes to court and everyone's very flabbergasted that she's in court yeah but she's allowed to be and they're like legal jargon here's books danny devito is the one who who pulls through on this because yeah. uh john voigt is like she can't be here we need to have agreed to this beforehand and danny's like no we did she's we did. in the yeah she's she in the initial list um and then she she uh like does her little 
deposition that's what it mm-hmm. witness witness statement and it goes great and then it goes very badly <laughs> yeah it goes it goes great because she's talking about how um she personally witnessed uh oh. like the policies being put into place that they're just not to pay out on any insurance claims yeah. at all it's basically like they say no and then it goes to another department and they say no so it's just like mountains of rejection paper yeah. until people are like fuck this and this don't keep writing or don't consult a lawyer mm. which is probably true this, I would not be surprised if this book is based on a real insurance case yeah. I haven't looked into it I should have researched but <laughs> um, yeah and then then John Voigt takes the stand because they basically have they have this big binder of evidence and not evidence it's like their training manual mm. and they have her training manual she's kept from her job which I've quit two jobs now I still have so much shit from all, all my old jobs oh yeah me too just because they don't you're meant to shred them but they never yeah. they never fall I still have an old laptop from a job I quit a year ago damn really yeah <laughs> <laughs> they were pretty swift on taking my laptop when I was working from home no, no. Um, just have to, just don't care yeah. um, but John Voight's like these are stolen work papers and the judge is like I have to give you this L Matthew yeah but Danny makes a call Danny makes a call he he calls in the big guns he calls well, in call him big rhino big rhino that's what he yeah. calls him calls in bruiser <laughs> the true hero of this movie bruiser i would not agree with that line of sentiment Sean. <laughs> who has escaped to the caribbean uh, and is just fucking vibing on a beach like drinking tequila and like smoking he's having a great time two things two of sean's favorite activities drinking tequila and smoking yeah um you do sort of see this stuff before Bru- Bruiser disappears out of the movie. You you do keep just seeing these like them reading the newspaper of like Bruiser's and this like yeah, <laughs> like Bruiser disappearing. It's not like a swift one eighty in the movie. Like you know Bruiser, you know Bruiser's getting out of there. Yeah, yeah, you know Bruiser's not here for a long time in this film. Yeah, and not just because he's played by Mickey Rourke and Mickey Rourke is famously <laughs> terrible to work with. Yeah, um, shout out to Iron Man too. Is he in Iron Man 2? He's the main villain in Iron Man 2. This keeps coming up on Iron Man 2. Because <laughs> Sam Rockwell is in it as well. Is he? Yeah. Who's he? He's the other villain in it. Which one? Of, Mickey works the one that destroys the nice Ferraris, right? Yes, he is. Yeah, yeah. He was the one with the board. <laughs> he loves loves his bird in Iron Man 2. And he keeps talking about his bird. You did not say... I thought you said Borg. <laughs> and I was like, is he Borg. saying... <laughs> Is he like making a reference to That's like... That's what we should do for Friday. We should make Borgs. We're not making Borgs. <laughs> they don't sell milk jugs big enough here. True. True. Damn. Someday. Now, we could make like Evian Borgs, but... <laughs> I don't feel like that has the same energy. Did you not just say, like, not even an hour and a half ago, I'm not getting that drunk this Friday? I said I'm not making cocktails this Friday. Well, Borg's a cocktail. No, it's not. I don't think that counts. You, you're combining an alcohol and some other ingredients together. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> My stomach agrees. I have a strudel if you would like. One. No, I'm gonna go home and have ramen. Sure. Um, we just got delayed because someone didn't watch the movie in time. <laughs> it was longer than I expected. Ah! But no. Bruiser's like, use this case that I... It's basically like, you can use stolen documents on a case as long as the lawyers don't know this. <laughs> yeah. Which I feel like... 
But I also think I was thinking about this afterwards. I'm like, I think the, the work papers probably are admissible because they're they are they're not stolen documents. They're like they were given to her. Yeah. Yeah. She like just didn't destroy them after she mm. finished working. Like she, she's whistleblowing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then. Then, then they the get the CEO up. Yeah. They also. It turns out she was being like sexually harassed, like coerced in her job, which is yeah. awful. Yeah, she was in her. Was it the CEO? She was the manager, the guy who wrote the stupid, stupid, stupid letter. Yeah, she's a fucking dick. Yeah, he's an asshole. He's <laughs> so terrible. Uh, she was in a, a sexual relationship with him, and she got promoted the for more, it. Yeah, and then when she ended the relationship, she got demoted. Harassment. Yeah, it's bad. And then um. Then the CEO does his tr- I, the, the CEO is so fucking evil. Yeah. Just radiant evil. But he's like very good at it. Mm, very, know? very like smarmy kind of uh, corporate club. evil. Yeah. yeah. You could definitely see this man playing like water polo back in the 50s. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then he goes on the, the trial and he just doesn't know a fucking thing about the company that he's running. Matt Damon shows up to it late. He Matt, does Dave, Matt Damon shows up to it late because the murder happened the night before, right? Was it the murder happened or her getting out for the murder happened? Her getting out for, her the... Getting out for the murder happened. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and so Danny DeVito has to start the interrogation. <laughs> and he's just like, what's a CEO? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And he's like, what the fuck are you doing? And he's like, you weren't here. Yeah. And Matt Damon comes in and tears this man apart. Oh, it's great. He destroys him. It's, it's so satisfying. It's just like... He's saying all these figures and he's asking the CEO dude and the CEO just fully does not know yeah. anything about the company he's running. Or maybe, like, you know, it's probably just like, say, I don't know because they can't prove you. You're lying if you say, I don't know yeah. something. And then he starts getting actual figures out of him yeah. as it goes on. And it's, yeah, he holds up a little thing to the jury where it's yeah. like, was it the total number of claims made? 11,000 number... policies and 11,000 oh. claims made and 9,000 were rejected. Yeah. Like more than 80%, something crazy. Yeah. Um, and then, like, the, ev- the the section U, which is the section that was, like, taken out of the official info they were given. And mm. then, um, the what's the stolen work documents for the section U? They, yeah. It's let in because Bruiser pulls through. Yeah, hell and yeah, And Danny DeVito's like, Bruiser! And you could just see everybody <laughs> in the court being like, for fuck's sake. Yeah. <laughs> he has, like, Danny has, like, several copies of the, the ruling prepared for, yeah. like, Matt, the judge, John Voight. There's something about that that era of like working, just like handing over a piece of paper. It's just mm. I see it was fucking stressful, but so cool as well. Yeah, <laughs> like it doesn't it doesn't feel the same sending an email. No, it doesn't. No, <laughs> it feels bad to send emails. Oh, that's all I do. Yeah, uh, I gotta send some emails tomorrow. Yeah, I, I got made fun of when I was hanging in work on Thursday, Wednesday last week because mm-hmm. something it's when all the, the stuff started breaking and I was trying to fix something so I like ran through the office to go talk to someone and someone was like why the fuck are you running and I was like do not talk to me today (laughs) I'm not in the mood (laughs) she said it to her again on Friday she was like I said one thing and I was like wasn't I wasn't happy um but yeah then the the the, they do their last kind of their closing remarks and instead of speaking they play a video of Donnie Ray talking about just before he dies Mm. and you're like Oh. Yeah, and the one thing we, we missed out with the CEO thing, they have that letter where they basically like the reason their their rationale behind denying the insurance claim is saying the bone marrow transplant is 
an experimental procedure. Yes, yeah. And it's basically a letter to the CEO. The CEO is written in some finance committee basically being like, it would be profitable to do bone marrow transplants because they're such a normal procedure now. Mm. And you're like, what the heck? <laughs> ah! Yeah. Uh, as the video is playing, um, Donnie's dad like goes up to the CEO holding a photo of him and like weeping. Going wide. Um, it's the yeah. only line of dialogue he says in the whole movie. Yeah. Um, you can tell that like, one thing I'm sad about the ending of the movie is that him leaving the blacks because I'm like, I think it would be nicer if he kind of stayed in their lives. Sure. Because like, I don't know. Yeah, he's doing his job. But they know. <laughs> I like some families. Um, yeah, they get a $50 million payout. They get a $150 million payout. Was it $150 million? Yeah. I thought it was 50 Nice, 150 no. It's not bad. Yeah, the jury is like, they get 150 so it's, no, sorry. No, they get 150k like damages and then they get extra damages. Yeah, they get 50 million. I don't know what those two, the two different forms of damages mean. Punitive charges were the 50 million one. I can't remember what the 150,000 oh, no, was. I just mean like what the difference between punitive and the other one is. Oh yeah, I don't either. Um, So they get the money and everyone's like, huzzah! And then Matt Damon's now like the best lawyer in the world because mm-hmm. he's gotten this. Yeah, he's the talk of the town. All the lawyers are talking about Matt. And he doesn't, he's not, he's not happy about it. No, he's not happy about it. And he gets a call from John Voight. Yeah. And John Voight says... Uh, you basically find out, it, even before John Voight calls him, mm. the guy who runs Great Benefits, his CEO, flees the country. Yeah. <laughs> no, he, atta- he tries to flee the and country he and he gets caught. Arrested. Yeah. So Great Benefit crashes and burns because they're like, oh, this is a lot of money. We're filing for bankruptcy. Yeah. And then John Voight calls him and is like, it's been looted. Yeah, there there is no money left to give to the family. Bullshit. Yeah. But, you know what? Shit, what was her name again? Kelly. Kelly. Dot. Dot. Dot's just happy that uh, she fucking destroyed the company. <laughs> that's, that's the really sad thing is when actually the, the handler is being interviewed, they do like the, they show you the story of like, um, the company getting caught mm. or not even the company getting caught like how basically like how it operates and the whole thing is like it's basically this insurance scam it's not a scam because it is an insurance company yeah where they like go around poor neighborhoods and they like you see her signing the insurance form and like donnie ray walks in and he's perfectly healthy it's before, way before he gets sick and you yeah. just see her like writing all the letters it's so sad mm. i'm sure it definitely it happened especially oh yeah absolutely yeah yeah, <sighs> yeah. um then, Thank God we live in Europe. <laughs> yeah, then uh, Danny is Danny and Matt part ways because Matt decides he's gonna go. He basically like we need to leave Memphis because my girlfriend killed her ex husband. <laughs> 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 the excuse that he gives is like he's such like all the lawyers in America are talking about him. He doesn't want to like be a practicing lawyer anymore because there's going to be too much pressure on him. The the way he kind of frames it is like. You have to, because he's like, I crossed a line at some point in that case, which he did. Like, he did, mm. you know, play the fool with John Voight. And I think the thing is, like, I'm never going to be able to live, the, like, do this same case again just because it was so crazy, which you don't know necessarily. He might have done something similar. Like, maybe not as much money, but, like, done insurance cases. Mm. Um, but he's basically like, oh, I definitely crossed some lines. And if I keep doing this one day, I'm going to wake up and be John Voight, be yeah. Drummond. And I don't want to be Leo Drummond. Um, 
And he's like, I love the law. Maybe I want to be a teacher. <laughs> like, imagine uh, doing something you love and then becoming a teacher in it, Sean. Who'd, uh, who'd imagine that? <laughs> Fuck the law, though. <laughs> Laws are important. No. <laughs> I'm going to steal your dice. I'll steal them back. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm trying Those to think. Also mine. <laughs> I'm trying to think of anything else that happens that we've missed out on. I can't think of anything. No. Sean didn't like this movie. Yeah, uh, like talking about it, I'm picking out all of the good parts that I did enjoy, but there's so much other shit in this. What didn't that... you like about it? I don't even know. Were you just... just not vibing with it? Yeah, it just never hooked me. Do you think it's a movie that if you weren't watching it for a podcast, if you chose just to watch it yourself, you might have enjoyed more? I think if I had chosen to watch this myself, I would have gotten like an, like half an hour, an hour in, and I would have turned it off. It's very slow at the start, yeah. I would say. Like I say, it's a better book than it is a movie. Yeah. It's well-made. Like, Francis does a good job. Yeah, it's definitely better than some of the other films that we've watched on this. But is it the best film we've watched on this? Not for Sean. We all know what Sean's <laughs> number one is going to be. Uh, let's see. We know what it was last week, and this is not going to be... Maybe my opinion has changed in the last week. I'm a dynamic man. This is time for rankings. Rankings. <laughs> rankings. How much? We're an hour and ten minutes yeah. in. It's rankings time. Shit, it's rankings time. I'm going to try not uh, use my phone for this one, because yeah, we've too. talked about this. Uh, if we get stuck, we'll... Number ten. Number ten? Good old boys. Good old boys. Yeah. It's not episode 10, but it's movie number 10. That's what's fucking me up, yeah. is that. So, okay, I'm going to do fingers. Yeah. Episode 10, good old boy. I think I went, you went first last time, so it's yeah. me this time. Field of Dreams is my number 9. Uh, Rising Sun is my number 9. Rising Sun's my number 8? Field of Dreams is my number 8. This is when it gets hard. Yeah, because this is where we swap. No, but we're the no. same now. I'm trying to think what movies we've done. Yeah. I can always do them in other the, another order. This is this is why you wanted to do this yeah. bit, isn't it? Do you, um, want, do, you want, do you want some help? Is it Geronimo next? Geronimo is my number eight. No, Rising Sun's your number eight. Sorry, no, Field of Dreams is your number eight. Yeah, sorry, Field of Dreams is my number eight. I got my fingers on my hands wrong. <laughs> uh, Geronimo, Geronimo is my number seven. seven. We have the same number seven. Yeah. It's number six. It's not school. Is it school times? <laughs> was that you helping or was you... No, that was me actually coughing. Is, is it Chasing Amy or School Ties? I think this is Chasing Amy if you need my number six. I'm probably forgetting a movie. My number six? Is this one? A Rainmaker. Really? Yeah. Sean hated this movie. I didn't like it much. I liked it more than Geronimo, definitely. But I didn't like it. No, he was not happy when I walked in. So I think my number six is Chasing Amy. I could be wrong. I will check the rankings when we're done this. My number five, School Ties. I'm going the other order. Give me a second. Yeah, yeah, I've got it. I got it. I know. I you did, know I yours? Yeah, I did it. I'm going to have to go one second. Ah! <laughs> Sean's laughing at me so much. It's that one. That's that <laughs> one. It's one of the three. Do you want to do yours and then I'll see if I can do mine? Or my, do you want to watch me suffer? My number four is Chasing Amy. Yeah. I knew as soon as we did Chasing Amy, it'd fuck me up. Yeah. Uh, do you want me to keep going or do you want to... So, so what is it? So, ten is... Um, 
good old boys. See, this this is exactly what I was expecting the ranking sections to be like. See, because I've been when using you started my phone. Out, yeah. Normally, I check my phone before we start the ranking, so I actually haven't been learning them off. Sure. So what? <clears throat> number ten is good old boys. Field of Dreams, Rising Sun, Geronimo, Chasing Amy, School Ties. Then it's then it's Mystic Pizza's my number four, I think. Okay. So I'm trying to think what we've what movies we've done, and then it's oh I might I might have to break. I'm gonna break. Uh, I just can't yeah. remember these middle my, I'll, I'll go through my ten again. You go through your uh, ten. You start from ten. Yeah, Good Old Boys, uh, Rising Sun, Field of Dreams, uh, Geronimo. I forgot. I got mine mixed up. Shit, what was my number six? Was this my number six? This was my number six, The Rainmaker. Uh, number five was School Ties. Number four was Chasing Amy. Number three, Mystic Pizza. Number two, uh, Courage Under Fire. Number one, Glory Days. So I got mine all fucking wrong. Oh, really? Yeah. I'll have I to will... listen back to the previous episode to see, because I think... I think... I got some mice me swapped in the I middle. I feel like Mystic Pizza got moved around there somewhere. Yeah. I'm not 100%. Number 10, Good Old Boys. Number nine, Field of Dreams. Number four... Number eight... Rising Sun. Mm-hmm. That I got those right. Yeah, you got those. So number seven was Chasing Amy. Okay. Yeah. You put Chasing Amy below. I didn't like Chasing Amy. Damn. Number six was Geronimo. Sure. Uh, number five was School Ties. Mm-hmm. Number four was Mystic Pizza. Oh. Number three was Glory Days. Oh. Number two was Cruise of the No. No fucking way. I'm... Hannah. Hannah. <laughs> I thought the acting was way better in this than Courage and Their Fire. <laughs> I'm not saying this is good. Like, this was a three-star movie for me, but yeah. I thought the acting was better. And there's more Matt in it. There is more Matt in it. That's true. Damn. Oh, I knew when I walked in, I was like, this, this is going to be the first one we're going to fight about. I'm not going to fight about this. You do you. But uh, I just God. think it's... Think, I don't love Glory Days as much as you do. Sure. I didn't like Chasing Amy. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was mid. <laughs> and I reflected as such in my rankings. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Um, yeah. No, I was saying this to Sean before we started this. I used to re. I really. I watched the movie the first time a year ago. Yeah, you were saying you loved this. Movie. I loved this a year ago. I think it was just because I wasn't expecting much out of it. Sure. So I didn't like it as much this time. Like the first time I watched it, I was like, oh, four stars. This time I'm like, eh, it's three, three and a half. Yeah. Um, it will not be number one for long. Do not worry. Excellent. What's what's next? No, Matt trivia. Matt trivia. We're links into our movie for next week. Yeah. Uh, actually, you know, before that, what did, what did this look like at the box office? I actually saw what this looked like at the box office, and it's not fantastic. It made its budget back. Yeah, but it didn't It didn't make its Hollywood budget back, right? Who the fuck knows what the Hollywood budget is? Because from what I saw, this movie cost about $40 million to make. Yeah. And it made $49 million. I wouldn't, so this is the 90s when they make a shit ton of money back on rentals. True, yeah, yeah, So yeah. we don't know how much it made on rentals. Yeah. Um, Because that's what Matt talks about. I think that's why part of my love when it was Matt is like, this is, like, I miss movies like this because, like, this is definitely a movie you can imagine a family renting on, like, a Saturday just to put something on for two hours. Definitely, yeah. Yeah. and Or, like, perfect RT movie. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it doesn't it doesn't have international figures for box office mojo. Sure. 
Um, what else is in uh... the top 10 when the week it's opened? Yeah, this is 97? 97, November 97. November 97. Okay. So it's the 21st. I don't know why I always ask what the date is because I'm never going to be able to actually no. guess what they are. That's, Maybe a, that's when the we start... other film podcast you're thinking of yeah. they do this thing. Maybe when we start getting into like the 2010s or whatever when I was actually alive. Uh... The first movie is fucking batshit. Uh, dude, let's go top five. Do you want to go bottom up? Uh, wait, where is... Number three. This is number three? Mm -hmm. Okay, perfect. Yeah. Top five. Top five? Yeah. Can we go top ten? Sure. Number ten is I Know What You Did Last Summer. Oh, whoa. Number nine is The Man Who Knew Too Little. (laughs) Number eight is Bean. The Mr. Bean movie? Yes, sir. I just want to double check. Yes, the Mr. Bean movie. Holy shit. Number seven is Starship Troopers. Okay, this is a fucking stacked lineup so far. Number six, Midnight in the Garden of Good and Evil. Never heard of it. Sure. Number five, The Little Mermaid re-release. Oh. Number four, The Jackal. The, I don't know that. It was number one the week before. Sure. Number three, The Rainmaker. Number two. Number two is it's not displaying properly because I fucked oh, it up. No. Uh, Anastasia. Okay. And number one is. Mortal Kombat Annihilation! <laughs> I love those Mortal Kombat movies, they're great. I've never seen a Mortal Kombat they're movie. Really um, but Matt has another movie coming out very shortly after this. So this movie, yeah, I made 45, it costs like 40. Um, like, I think a thing it is, it's, it's Francis Ford Coppola, who is one of the biggest directors ever, I would say. Mm-hmm. In his weird 90s period where he does a lot of fucking weird movies. Yeah. Um, what, what else? What have he done just before and after this? I'm curious as I check. Uh, earliest first. I do not know. So when does fucking... I know he does... Um, like, what's it called? I know he does his Dracula, which my mom loves because Gary Oldman's in it. Gary oh, Oldman's that, in yeah. uh, Oppenheimer. Oh, cool. Nice. Um... This comes out, <laughs> he does Dracula in 92, then he does Jack with um, fucking Robin Williams. Look at this cover. Oh, I've seen this. Is it good? I've seen Jack. Is it's it good? All right. I, I watched it when I was a child, so I don't really remember it, but. Oh, that looks sad. So he does that, which meant to be god awful. Then he does The Rainmaker. Um, uh, as my dad said, did he make this movie so we could buy some more vineyards for his, <laughs> for his winery? And I'm yeah. like, potentially. Um, but this comes out 27th of, uh, yeah, it comes out the 21st of November. Matt's next movie comes out two weeks later. What's the next movie, Hannah? Good. <laughs> William Hunting with Robin Williams. Hell yeah. Which links into our film. Our trivia. Our trivia fact. I have to Hannah's ask. so excited for Goodwill Hunting. She is beaming right now. <laughs> I really love Goodwill Hunting. I'm so sad you've never seen I, I can't believe you have never seen it. Yeah. Um, so, as we've talked about this all the way through, Matt Damon and Ben Affleck wrote Good Will Hunting together. My yeah. mom has been like, because I've been talking about Matt Damon so Ben much, Affleck is in it, right? He co wrote it with Matt Damon. Thank God. Actually, Ben features in our trivia fact for today. <gasps> Whoa! Matt Damon and Ben Affleck found a clever way to choose the right studio for their script. Oh, well, I. <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> because <laughs> I know I know what studio they chose and uh... the story goes that on page 60 of the script they wrote a completely out of nowhere sex scene between 
Robin Williams oh, I've heard this, and Seven uh, Stars Guard's character. Yeah, I've heard this. They took to every major studio and nobody ever mentioned the scene. When they met with Weinstein at Miramax, he said, I only have one big note in the script. About page 60, the two professors, both straight men, have a sex scene. Why is that there? <laughs> <laughs> Matt and Affleck explained that they put the scene specifically into the script to show them who actually read the script and who didn't. As Weinstein was the only person who brought it up, Miramax was the studio choose chosen to produce the film. Should have chosen someone else. Do you know what? We wouldn't have Matt Damon without fucking Harry Weinstein. Or we wouldn't have Ben Affleck. Yeah. Yes. Ben Affleck's to- career was on the up and up. He had just starred in Glory Days. The best movie of all time. <laughs> <laughs> Hannah looks like she is losing her mind. I'm going to just read the byline for Good Will Hunting. All right. You check if we have any emails. Oh, uh, I checked earlier today and I don't think we did. Okay. Good Will Hunting, 1997, directed by Gus Van Sant. Byline. Some people can never believe in themselves until someone believes in them. Want to hear what the movie's about, Sean? It's about Good Will Hunting, right? But the uh, name we have, we have one email. <gasps> well, I'll read that in a second. From Acast saying our episode is live. <laughs> Yay! Um, Will Hunting has a genius level IQ, but chooses to work as a janitor in MIT. When he solves a dif- uh, difficult grad level maths problem, his talents are discovered by Professor Garald Lambeau, who's Stalin's guard's guard. I've said that name wrong. I don't care. Um, who decides to help his misguided youth reach his potential? When Will is arrested for attacking a police officer. Hell uh, yeah! yeah. <laughs> Um, Stellan Skarsgård's character makes a deal to get uh, leniency for him if he gets treatment from his therapist, uh, from a therapist, Sean McGuire, played by Robin Williams. Yeah. This cast is... <coughs> yes, I've just done my longest smooth streak. Thank you, my watch. Matt Damon, Robin Williams, Ben Affleck, Stellan Skarsgård, Minnie Driver, who was Matt Damon's girlfriend at the time. Oh. She's great in it. Casey Affleck. Um, <laughs> Cole Hauser, uh, Vic, Sh- and then yeah, the rest are kind of unknowns. Sure. Matthew Mercer? No. 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 <laughs> it's someone called Matt Mercer, not that guy. Okay. Um, yeah. Uh, the rest are kind of. There's probably some famous people in there, but I don't recognize. Sure. Them. Let me let me just scroll through and see if I can see anything. Anyone that some guy called David Eisner. I'm sure it's no relation to the Eisner Awards. Yeah, I would imagine. Oh, he's. That man's in a lot of weird movies. George Plimpton. I recognize him. There's a lot of guys I recognize here. But yeah. Oh, we're here. We're at Good William Hunting. Yeah. Remember about a month and a half ago when I said when Ben was very fuckable in this movie and you gave me a look of shame? I'm gonna learn. I'm gonna find out. Ben's a very good friend in this movie. <laughs> Hell yeah. Um, and if you want to be good friends of the podcast, even though I know this is... It's not that short of an episode. Yeah, it's fine. It's, it's, our average, normal... it's average length. Yeah, we just got, I've been so mind-belted after the Glory Days episode. Yeah. <laughs> um, if you want to be a good friend of the episode, please rate and review us on your chosen platform of choice. It does really help. Mm-hmm. Share us around to your friends. Please, we're needy. Um, <laughs> we're the... your friends too. Oh, power social, power social. Yeah. Um, All we need is like two or three power social relationships and then we're then we're on the way. <laughs> Isn't that what we have here, Sean? Don't we have a... Is that what that <laughs> is? <laughs> this is not a co-optional social yeah. <laughs> uh, oh yeah, you can email us at signwavepod at gmail.com uh, At signwavepod at gmail.com Yeah, uh, you can contact us on 
Instagram and Twitter at SineWavePod. Whatever the fuck Twitter's called now. Uh, X. I haven't got the branding I changed yet, but it was, supposed branding. To, it was supposed to happen today. I want to close my eyes. Yeah, uh, as soon I'm as I... <laughs> as soon as I actually get my fucking Blue Sky access code, I'm moving over there. What's Blue uh, Sky? Uh, Twitter replacement. Uh, no, 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 Twitter. No, they won't. That makes me sad. I do like Twitter. Yeah, me too. It's a good app. Yeah. There's minus all the Nazis and yeah. Elons. There's a lot more of them now that Elon's in there. Funny that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, Please follow us on social media. Interact with our content. Yeah. Thank you for listening. Hell yeah. Oh, uh, I forgot to tell the story about what happened after we finished recording the last time. Tell it now. <laughs> so my housemate Reen was out of town. Sean was still dressed as Kevin Smith. I was still dressed as Kevin Smith. I was still in my Jane Silent Bob outfit. Uh, and I go to take the bins out because the bins are taken on a, a Tuesday morning. Same with me. Yep. And I hear the door close behind me. It was a very windy day. It was a very windy day. I hear the door close behind me and I'm locked out of my house. <laughs> this is not the first time Sean's been locked out of his house. No, it's not. It I, happens quite frequently, I would say. I forget my keys every now and then, but... I do not understand why you haven't given a key into the next door neighbours. Yeah, me neither, but I feel like I'm not allowed to do that because I'm just the tenant. <laughs> uh, so... I did knock in with the, the neighbours. It was like 11 o'clock at night, so nobody was, was up. Uh, did you go climb the wall to the Yeah, garden? so I could climb over into the garden. I did wind up climbing into the garden, but from a much more awkward uh, much more awkward. Were point. you watching The Good Doctor before this all happened? Yes. The this Good Doctor was playing on the TV the entire time I was gone. This is what God did to you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so instead I went around to the railroad tracks behind my house, climbed onto them, dodged a couple trains... Then you could have died. Yeah, I could. There were several points on this journey where I was like, "Oh fuck, I could die here," and then I didn't. <laughs> and I, I climbed over, uh, climbed through a lot of a lot of brambles, up a couple trees, over some security fences, and into my back garden, <laughs> and got in through there. And with that bombshell, <laughs> tune in next Tuesday for uh, good little hunting. <laughs> I'm so scared now. Okay, that I won't like it. I've been scared about you not liking it since day one. Yeah, but now that I didn't really like this one. No, because no, I didn't really like this one. Oh, okay. Yeah. Damn. Because I used to be really amped on Rainmaker, and I yeah. feel a little sad I didn't like it as much this time. Yeah, it's always sad when you go back to something that you liked and you. Can, yeah. Yeah. I think it is different when you watch something for the first time and then you watch something with expectations yeah yeah. because yeah. I remember remember I watched Mystic Pizza the next time and I was mm. like oh this is the next day it wasn't as good yeah so I, think... I, I will say as a counterpoint I did like Grown Ups 2 more on the 30th viewing than I did on the One test two. Yeah. Is it screwed in properly? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, we'll give ourselves ninety seconds. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, I don't know what I'm going to do in Berlin. I, I need to do a bit of research and shit first. Mm -hmm. But I'm sure I'll find something. Mm -hmm. Is that looking decently central? I, th I have no fucking clue, buddy. Put it co closer towards you because I tend to speak louder. Sure. That's fine. We've done yeah. this so many times. How are we panicking about the mic setup? <laughs> this is like... I mean, we were panicking about the mic setup for several episodes. <laughs> Listen, we're a professional podcast. Mm 